Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we are talking about the challenge, Total Madness, season 35, episode 13, entitled Victim of Love. And what an episode this was. All kinds of drama, but before we get into it, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get every podcast when it drops. Also, follow me on my social media at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So, before we get into this particular episode, let's talk about the last episode where we saw Swaggy C go home at the hands of Corey. So, it was a sad day because I'm a big Swaggy fan. Um, but, you know, I'm... I'm kind of not surprised. I know I didn't really talk about this last episode, but I'm really not surprised that it went home because it wasn't a competition for a Swaggy. It was one of those competitions that going in, I should have known right away that he was going to lose. And I, I don't think he's a, I don't know. Maybe I got to go back and look at his big brother stint, but I don't believe he did well in physical competitions then either but i digress that was last episode let's talk about this episode um like i said this one was crazy so you we start out with bailey bailey basically is lost without swaggy there you know that was her number one that was her ride or die that was her clyde to her bonnie you know and so she feels a little lost so they kind of you know dwell on that for a little bit uh, then you have Josh, Nanny, and Melissa. They're chatting about getting their red skulls. Melissa knows that there's at least one more girl's elimination, and she would have to make it to the – she doesn't want to get make it to the final and be told to go home. Nanny basically says the same thing. <laughs> she says she's going to be a raging psychopath if she gets all the way to the final and TJ tells her to go home. So we get Corey celebrating a little bit with Fels, Fessy, and Nelson. Um, being a part of the quote-unquote Red Skull gang. So they're all excited about that, that they have their tickets to the final. Then we get uh, Nani and KC. So they kind of focus a lot on this episode about their relationship. They're real flirty with each other. They hang around each other a lot. They're all touchy-feely, cuddling, all that good stuff. And a lot of people around the house are noticing this. And kind of commented on it like, hey, Casey, you know, you kind of got a girlfriend. I don't think you really should be hugged up. But, you know, you don't see them kiss. They don't make out or anything. You know, maybe a little bit too much PDA for Casey to be in a relationship. But at the same time, you know, these people are in the house. They're lonely. They miss their significant other. They're not doing like, I can't even remember the old girl's name that was all hugged up with uh, Bear, uh, who had a boyfriend. I can't even remember her name anymore. But it was a situation like that where, you know, they actually, you know, did the deal or did the deed, rather. Uh, but, you know, very, very touchy-feely relationship. So they kind of focus on that and get people, a couple people commenting about how they felt about the relationship. Um, we get a little bit of jealousy from Bailey um, about that relationship. So then we get to the challenge. The This particular game was called Blocked In. And basically what it was is you had all these black cars and you had a red car. And the way the cars were arranged in a square, you had to move the black cars in a way to get the red car out of the square. 
So it was basically like a big gigantic slide puzzle with cars. So we get two teams. Team one is Jenna, Bananas, Nani, Anissa, Rogan, Corey, and Josh. Team two are Kyle, Nelson, Melissa, Bailey, Fessy, Casey, and D. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> we don't get any edits with D in it. Uh, we we barely see her, you know, but it's only like, you know, when they do wide shots of the group. Um, and then later on, you get to see her for a split second, but you don't get any words from her. So I'll, I'll make reference to that when that comes up. But it is a girls' elimination. So you look at one team where team one only has 90 on it that has not had does not have a red skull. On team two, you have two people that don't have a red skull, and that is Bailey and Melissa. Now, the way they kind of did the edit on this, they did the edit on team one for a long time to make it seem like it took them forever to do the puzzle. And then when they got to team two, team two, it looked like they did it in like two seconds. Like, it was so fast. But basically what happened is when team one got down there, uh, they decided that they were going to have uh, Rogan kind of be the leader. Uh, so Rogan was kind of directing people around, and then Anissa was kind of like, hey, I think we need to move this car in the corner. And every time she would bring it up, like, somebody would cut her off. So she's like, you can tell she's frustrated. Like, you know, guys, come on. And then what ends up happening is, Johnny Bananas notices this car. He says something, and then all of the, you know, dominoes start to fall, and they got their win. Now, Team 2, um, I don't think they picked the leader for this one. They kind of came up with a, a plan of, you know, who was going to do what, and they're going to move this car here and this car here. Um, so when the challenge actually started, it was actually Bailey who stepped up and was kind of leading everybody. So cars are moving left and right. Uh, it's funny we get a um, <laughs> we get a uh, um, interview with Kyle, and Kyle's like, "The reason why this team is going to be awesome is because we're going to have to move cars, and it's Kyle, it's me, it's Nelson, and it's Fessy. But the reason why we may lose this challenge is because it's me." Nelson and Fessy basically talk, basically called them some, I guess, some dummies, I guess. But I got a little good chuckle out of that. So Team 2 finally gets the car out of there. They go to TJ, and then they figure out that it was 13 seconds separating the winners from the losers, and it was Team 1 that wins. So Nani is super happy because she was the main one that was stressed out because – I mean, I would say she's the main one that's stressed out. All of the three girls that do not have red skulls are stressed out. But Nani was like, all right, finally, I can breathe now. I have a chance to get my red skull. Because keep in mind, she's part of the tribunal. She can nominate herself in. All of the other girls that are on the team with her and on the tribunal, they already got a red skull. So they have no reason to risk it. So she's good. Well, now the whole mood kind of changes because well everybody has their sides and Casey is going to end up being the deciding vote so let's talk about Casey now for a minute and uh, and, and Bailey and Swaggy and the whole Big Brother crew now Casey came into the house basically 
saying, okay, we're the big brother team. We're going to stick together. Okay. But the the problem I have with that is it felt that way. But every time you got to edit with Bailey and Swaggy, it seemed like they were kind of on their own team with, with Wes. So it seems like when it suit them, they were team big brother. But when it didn't, they were team Wes. And so this comes back to bite them in the butt later on because Casey is kind of like, hey, I have this relationship with Nani now. It's really, really close. Me and you are close, but you and your boyfriend kind of will stand office towards everybody. And I think about when they kind of turn their back on Josh when, uh, who was it that got eliminated? Um, I can't remember the elimination. Wow, I wish I should have took a note of this. But it was elimination where Josh figured out that Swaggy, Bailey, and Wes was all working together, and that's when Josh was, you know, trying to plot to get them out. Um, I wish I wish I could remember that. Oh my god! But anyway, so they kind of casted Josh aside, like he was nothing. So I really can't feel bad for Bailey right now because Bailey kind of did this to herself a little bit, um, and so all of this comes to a head because. Casey's like, listen, I'm I'm real close with Nani, and you know she talks to Nani, and Nani's like, hey, I would rather go up against Melissa than Bailey. And so she's like, okay, you know I got you. She goes, and I I really really like Casey. Well, I didn't I didn't care for her until about halfway through on Big Brother because I thought she was kind of kind of a floater. But then she started winning challenge after challenge. But what I really like about her is that she went to Bailey to talk with her and kind of explain the situation. Now, I don't know if she really had a decision made, you know, but you just kind of assume that she was going to go Nani's way. But she went to talk to her woman to woman. And when I tell you... She acted like a big baby. I was so disappointed in Bailey because she's trying to talk to her. Bailey won't look at her. She's hiding under the covers. She's, you know, saying that, you know, oh, she turned her back on her. She's not her real friend. And Casey's like, listen, this is a tough situation for me, you know. But she's like, oh, you know, you're just casting me aside and, you know, just kind of just pouting about the situation. Casey's trying to talk to her woman to woman, and it probably would have been a good time for Bailey to kind of plead her case, but she was too busy being a baby about the situation that, you know, Casey really couldn't, you know, get, I don't know, her reactions to it, I guess you could say. So then we get to uh, nomination. Bailey's sitting on the couch pouting. I mean... Like a kid, and you took their favorite toy away, and she just sat there with her hand on the side of her head, kind of rolling her eyes and not looking at anybody, and just had the, the sour puss look on her face. So Melissa starts to leave, and she's like, Hey, listen, you know, I really want to go in. I hope you vote for me. 
Uh, they asked Bailey, and Bailey is like, you know, basically, you know, well, I know what people are going to do and Casey's going to do and blah, 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 yada, 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 wine, wine, wine. And so the votes start going around, and then it gets down to Casey, and Casey basically says, you know, hey, you know, I do care for you, and, you know, I consider you a friend and everything, but uh, I'm going to, you know, vote for Melissa. So Melissa gets the, you know, uh, gets the vote to be nominated. So afterwards, Bailey has a complete breakdown, okay? And she is, like, yelling. Okay, so let me, let, before we get to that point, so Bailey is talking to, uh, I think it was, like, I think Kyle's in the room and, uh, Jenny and stuff like that. And she basically tells the story that on Big Brother, Casey and her kind of had a thing. She said that they slept together. Now, I don't know if they mean sleep, sleep together like as in had sex or just slept in the same bed. Because we know in Big Brother, a lot of people share beds. Women and women, men and men, men and women. You know, just because, you know, you kind of give comfort to each other but it's most sometimes it's not a sexual thing i mean we've even seen it on some of the mtv shows we've seen uh uh jose and uh, i forgot that one guy's name but they cuddled together and went to sleep you know there was no no sex involved or anything like that but bailey might have made it seem like it was more than that and you know she felt that she was you know she was so hurt by the way that Casey was treating her, just casting her aside. They came into the house as a unit and was, you know, supposed to have each other's back. And, you know, Casey is this terrible person. And, you know, it's all 90s fault. 90s changed her. And, you know, so there's that whole thing, whatever. So uh, they have the, you know, where they go out to the bar and, Bailey's there again with the pouty face, you know, pleading her case to anybody that can listen. And Banana says, okay, Bailey, why didn't you fight when it came down to the nomination? And she was like, you know, well, it, it's too, you're going to get two sides of me. You're either going to get the tears or you're going to get the yelling and the screaming. You know, there is no in between. And, you know, I, you know, I, I, Casey's ruined our friendship. I'm never going to talk to her again. And I was like, wow, that's a little extreme because ultimately, I mean, this is a game. And if Casey is truly your friend, I feel like, and and I've been in similar situations before and I, I can understand how she could feel that way. But at the same time, I felt that she should have gave Casey the platform to, to be able to talk to her. And even if she was still mad about the situation, at least let Casey say her side of the story, you know, and then, you know, maybe cool off and then come back later and, you know, talk about it. But no, she's like, you know what? I'm being an extreme baby right now. I'm just going to whine and complain. So that's what's going to happen. So uh, we get to, Oh, she also said that she was going to call, I guess her girlfriend's name is Taylor. So I guess Bailey was like, she can't wait to talk to Taylor and let her know what went on in the house, which is very petty. But anyway, I digress. So then we get to the tribunal. And at the tribunal, they nominate Bailey D. 
and KC. So we get absolutely nothing from D. They basically get the the tribunal saying, you know, hey, they said like, hey, we're not gonna put you in. You know, you're good. You know, and we get a smile and nod from D because you know MTV won't let her talk at all. Uh, then you have Josh Axon Bailey. What's in her head? She talks about her emotions and her relationship with KC and. You know, that, you know, it was, you know, more than a friendship at Big Brother until she got with Swaggy. So, I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, if they were together, quote-unquote, at the beginning of Big Brother before she got with Swaggy, what made her leave KC and go to Swaggy? Because that's a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's a little sleazy, if you ask me. But, again, I digress. Um, so, and then she started taking like little jabs at Nani and Nani was like, wait a minute, are you blaming me? And she was like, yeah, it's your fault. So (laughs) Nani gets pissed at this point. Um, and so they get into an argument and then Bailey, of course, she storms out there and she's slamming doors like, you know, she, um, you know, as a baby. Oh, there's also was a point where. I forgot about this part. When Casey went to talk to Bailey the first time and Bailey started yelling and screaming at her. Now, keep in mind, Casey didn't raise her voice or anything, so I commend her because if some if I come to talk to somebody in a normal voice, they start yelling at me, then my voice is going to elevate, and then we're both going to be yelling and screaming at each other. Casey kept it cool the entire time, let her spin out of control. Then she left. She uh, went past uh, Nani and called her a let me make sure I get these words right because I know I typed these in my notes uh, I think she called her a lying ass hoe so oh that was after actually that was after the tribunal yeah she called her an, uh, a lying ass hoe um, so so right before purgatory we get Melissa and I think she, uh, she was talking to bananas I believe was it bananas? I don't know. She's talking to somebody. And, you know, I will say I wasn't a big fan of Melissa. I didn't hate her or anything either. I just felt like she really didn't do anything. And I was like, okay, why are you there? But I would say she, this entire episode, she was focused. She's like, listen, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to get this red skull. Nobody's going to tell me different. And Nani kind of, I didn't feel, wasn't that confident. Um, so we get to purgatory. Melissa comes on down. TJX Nani, if she's going to step in or are they going to pick one of the three that are nominated? You know, Nani said, Hey, I've been waiting for this all season. She comes down there and they're playing the purgatory game called off of your heads. And the way this game worked is every, each one of them had a jumpsuit on, with five red skulls in different parts of the body. Like there's one on the back, one on the shoulder, one on the leg, like one in, you know, like the side area. So basically what you had to do is there was a circle and you guys had to wrestle each other and you had to take a skull off your opponent's um, jumpsuit and take it back to your, your podium. So the first one, the two ladies lock up. And you know what? Melissa went in there and handled business. I did not know Melissa had all that fight in her. I was actually, you know, happy to see it. Um, but she 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 was right there with uh, Nani. And they end up 
both getting one of each other's skull and ran to the pedestal. They did that a second time. Um, and then the tide switched, I believe it was the third one, where they tumbled out of bounds, but before they went out of bounds, Melissa was able to get Nani's skull. Nani ended up grabbing the skull from Melissa after they rolled out of bounds, so hers didn't count. Um, so it ended up uh ended up being a five to five to four or five to three. I think it was five to five to one, so uh and Nani went home. And so Casey was kinda sad because she really wanted um Nani to get a red skull. And Bailey was happy because Nani, who I guess is her now arch nemesis now, uh, is going home. So now we know that next week, not trying to spoil anything. Well, granted, I can't spoil anything because I didn't see the episode. But we know next week is going to be a double elimination. It's probably going to be one man and one woman. Um, It looks like it's going to be one of those competitions where um, you are going to be able to hinder your opponents. So it looks like uh, it's one of those things where, you know, it might be trivia. I don't know, but. Uh, it looks like it's one of those things where you put something in somebody's container and then once they get so many, they get eliminated. That's what it appears to be. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much that episode. Um, I just want to say, I mean, I, I, I like Bailey. I like Swaggy. I thought, okay, first of all, let me lay it all out there. If you don't know already, I'm a huge big feather, big, big feather. I'm a big, big brother Okay, so that's my number one reality show. So I'm always team Big Brother. And I really think Swaggy and Bailey failed by not keeping this group together. Because they, they're they the reason why there's kind of, I don't want to say dissension in the group. Because Josh and Fessy are still good. But Fessy's kind of has a alliance with Corey and Nelson. But if everybody would have kept their stuff together, they actually would have did really, really well this season because nobody came after Josh early. Nobody came after Swaggy early. Nobody came after Bailey early. So pretty much all of the big brother people were protected. I mean, KC went down pretty early, but she won her Red Skull. And, you know, I couldn't even tell you who you went against so long ago. Who she went against so long ago. So... I think they really should have kept that group together. I hope in real life, I hope that they haven't ended their friendship. Um, Again, I love Casey. I hope she does well this season. Um, You know, Bailey has another opportunity, it sounds like. So, we'll see if she gets her red skull. I probably don't think she will. But let me see. Who else is... Who else on the ladies? No, she's the only lady who does not have a red skull. So, and then you have Josh and Kyle on the other side that don't have a red skull. So, I'm interested to see what happens. And with that being said, that concludes today's podcast for the challenge Total Madness Season 35, Episode 13 entitled Victim of Love. And remember, wherever you're listening to this, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you get every podcast when it drops. Also, make sure you follow me on my social medias, all at XM Cinema on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great rest of the day. Have a great week. And remember, take care of yourself and each other. 